there, this is Anne Teagarden. Welcome to episode 52 of the Unveiled Podcast, where we're seeking to grow in our relationship with our husbands by growing in our relationship with the Lord. Thanks for joining me today. Last year, a woman named Jane, going by the name of Nightbird, auditioned on America's Got Talent while undergoing treatment for cancer. She had this glowing radiance about her despite her obvious physical condition. And she said something that I will never forget. She stated, you can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. It was a mic drop moment. Just let that sink in. You know, it's easy to be joyful when things are going great. Nobody needs to help us with that. But what about those dark seasons or even amidst the frustrations of everyday life? What then? Do you ever find yourself saying, well, you know, if things were this way or, well, if only that would change, then I'd be happy. Now, don't get me wrong. I love mountaintop experiences when everything is going right. We're in love. We're not stressed. Life is beautiful. And we feel that joy just welling up within us. But as we know, it doesn't last. I used to wish that I could get to some place where life would be like that all the time. It would be easy. But I finally realized that's just not realistic. And I had to let that go. Life is full of seasons of ups and downs, and it's not always going to be easy, but we can find joy in any circumstance. This morning I was driving down the highway and I was admiring all the beautiful fall leaves. I absolutely love fall. And I was wishing that the leaves would stay that beautiful for a little longer because usually it's only a couple of weeks and sometimes less if the wind blows them all down. And as I was pondering this, I heard God's still small voice telling me, it's part of the rhythm of life. Mountaintop experiences are wonderful while they last, but they don't last. And we have to enjoy them fully in the moment. And then we have to let them go like the fall leaves. I think it's because our hearts are longing for heaven where everything is perfect and there's joy nonstop. But it's just not the way it is on earth. So I need to fully enjoy it while it lasts but find joys in other ways when it's gone. Back to Nightbird's statement, you can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. If anyone else had said that, it wouldn't have had as much impact. In fact, you can look it up and watch it firsthand on YouTube. Jane passed away a few months after she said that, but her words will always stick with me. Happiness is a decision. We can choose joy. We can trade stress and grief for joy in the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 30, 11, you turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Isaiah 61, 3 states that God will comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. God gives us insteads. In Job 8.21, we read, He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. What a wonderful promise from God. And it's even more powerful because it was given to Job. You think about all the sorrow that he experienced, and yet God was saying that he would yet fill him with laughter and joy. When we're in a dark season of grief, we can't always imagine that promise. but We can hang on to it. Because God's mercies are new every morning. Psalm 35 promises us that weeping may last for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. So how do we tap into these promises? 
by going to the source of them. If we sit with our Heavenly Father, we can pour out our sorrow and grief to him and then allow him to take it and trade it for peace and joy. We can ask for an instead. Acts 2.28 says, You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. God can fill us with joy when we are in his presence. So we have to go to the source. Now, I'm not saying you have to be joyful all the time or you're never going to feel down. I feel a little down right now as I'm preparing this because my sweet friend is at a critical point in her battle with cancer. And I'm in sorrow, but not despair. Because I know that God is holding her and all of us in his arms. And I can tap into joy and trade my mourning for dancing. And that's what my friend would want. She would want me to trade it in for it instead. If your life feels messy and you can't fix it, maybe stop trying for a bit and just focus on trying to find joy in the midst of it. You'd be surprised how much a good dose of joy can help a situation. This week, if you're tired of being stressed, frustrated, sad, depressed, lonely, anything negative, sit down and try to do these following things. One, write down, I don't have to wait until life isn't hard anymore to be happy. The quote by Nightbird. Post it somewhere you can see it. Write down two verses on joy. And I'll put the ones that I listed here in the description. You can sit in the presence of the Lord and trade in your negative emotions for joy. Ask for and instead drink from the source. God wants us to be joyful the same way we want those we love to be joyful. So it may not be a mountaintop moment, but happiness and joy are waiting for you. So choose to take it and go dance. I hope this episode has been helpful to you. If it has, tell me in the comments. I'd love to hear it and share it with others. Like it so others can find it. It really helps in getting the word out. Remember, you are loved. You are beautiful. Go enjoy.